Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another episode TMS. of TMS Hot Takes. Hot Takes. When things get hot. Keeping it hot. Even hot. Why are you whispering? ASMR. Why are you whispering? ASMR. <laughs> why are you? Why are you whispering? Why are you whispering? They must be thinking that we're going through something or that. Okay. Okay. It's disconnected on your side. i'm just being silly how are you guys doing i hope that you're actually all doing well midweek check-in look midweek check-in how are you renee hump days uh well i well i well i well ah by god's grace you know when aunties you start how you doing by god's grace Ah, everyone in my family says that by god's grace by god's grace i love it but i think it's a very Ghanaian thing though because we have a phrase in she that you would usually just say as an automatic oh, is response it? yeah that like no it literally translates to god, god's, grace. god's grace yeah wow. leaning on the grace leaning um, on the grace of god leaning you know what i'm doing very well yeah i um it feels like life is going yeah but aside from that yeah i'm doing okay yeah. um yeah, Bob's your uncle, just like leaning in. Guys, this is well in advance, so I'll be speaking about things that are occurring three weeks yeah. um, before. But day before my birthday. Day before your birthday. So very excited about second. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I feel like February's been a good month so far. It's been two days in. And That's very good. I can't complain. That's really good. I love that. That's been you. great. How love about you? you? I'm good. Sorry, I'm currently pulling up my episode notes. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. You that was teasing me. Um, what was it? It's Couple not that. Six. It's for the dilemma. Oh, I know okay. what I've come to talk about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. I was trying to have my moment, whatever. But you know, um, I'm doing okay. I have been quite tired currently going through a lot kind of health wise but i'm all right um work is just plodding along as it does overwhelmed with work at the moment trying to like wrap up freelancing for a little while um so that i can just lean more into like tms the business side of things but then there's also the production side of things which is quite demanding Mm. but i've enjoyed it like i've really enjoyed listening to the episodes doing the edits and just like it's been really nice Mm. but boy courtney has reached capacity so error, yeah it's error just message literally error like, message um i was talking to my friend jen our friend jen mm. and i was just like oh she was just like make sure that you you know rest before your body makes you and my body has a habit of doing that and i think their anxiety 
currently is around we have south africa in three days mm. and my energy levels are at three in pit in the pits yeah out of a hundred so i'm just like you know i need to get myself back up i need to take care of myself whilst also juggling this hectic schedule mm. but you know maybe this is the year that god wants us to expand uh, me to expand in, in particular as well like with team help contracts contractors yeah um but yeah stepping into like you're saying executive presence um but then at the same time it feels like you're in that transit transition period mm. where you're holding on to the old way the old system and the new system as you build it yeah so yeah man we're out here trying yeah. to be entrepreneurs yeah entrepreneurs trying to be entrepreneurs building stuff yeah. as they say yeah yeah making money and yeah all that jazz. that's the part we don't I really talk about that. too often i don't think mm. i think at the beginning of our podcast we we're talking about like business and stuff like that because we were we were trying to you know we were building yeah but um we don't talk about it as much we come on here and we just get to be girls i'm just a girl should we play that on you theme tune i think we should. <laughs> i'm just a girl <laughs> she was they were to something when they made that I'm but i really I, we need but <laughs> <laughs> oh dear excitement really need to figure out where that is from let's google it yeah but what would you say to Google? Wait, we don't even have I, internet. Oh, guys, as we're recording this, oh, our building, the Wi-Fi just likes to go, ah, kaput. Sorry. <laughs> error, error, error. 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 Like, every time we email, like, guys, there's no... There's no internet. And then yeah. we just get, uh, yeah, it's like that. The technicians, the, the engineers. Listen, STEMers, STEM girlies, arise and shine, because what's going on? And it's like a place where people really are working from home and we the need is, the internet you know when there's no internet because you go downstairs there's at least 50 people there in the lobby across using yeah. their 4g yeah yeah tough times tough times for us but i guess it means we're forced to talk to each other yeah and do a very old-fashioned thing like play games oh, i know this is so random man. but i wanted us to play a game mm -hmm. so do you know the word game where you um you both say a word at the same time and then yeah. you have to try and get to the same word yeah kind of well it sounds quite simple so from how you've described okay. it so let's hope cool but it's good because there's no winners or losers it's okay. a team game okay yeah we are the team oh, don't dear. let me down i was about to say okay oh, dear. so you any it's any word that's not specific to our topic um and then the next word you say is the aim of the game is for us to say the same to word words, you, okay, okay? You it's the way you're looking at me you're like you better <laughs> say the same word okay I no no i feel mind. like we'll, i feel like we'll get there cool uh Three, two, one. Camera. Apple. What did you say? Apple. Okay. Apple. Camera. camera. Okay, cool. Okay. And then the next word has to be related to that. Yes, because we're both... So this is what's... These words that we've just said are okay. leading our train of thought. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So now we're both trying to get... To the <laughs> That's the way you're looking at that me. Like I really... Like... <laughs> I just... I'm trying to engage in some kind of celebrity. It's, yeah. We now going off those two words we've said. Got we've to got to pick up word. the same word. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Three, two, one. Watch. iPhone. Christ of Nazareth, what has watch got to do with camera? Apple Watch, Apple Camera. I was thinking tech. Okay. Okay, so iPhone Watch, but we can't say the same words again because oh. then I would have said Apple. Okay. Okay. Wait. Okay. Technology. But you've just said I was, that was going to be my watch. word. There's things. I was going to say technology. Do. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. I think That's I know good. what you're saying. Yeah. Three, two, one. MacBook. MacBook. Oh, <laughs> man. I mean, we're technically, it's the same it's thing. It's not. We have to get the same word. Okay. All right. 
Okay, MacBook, laptop. Yeah. Three, two. Whoa, he said oh, I'm ready. Okay, she's still thinking. <laughs> she's still considering. MacBook, laptop, technology, okay, setup, cool. that kind of stuff. Oh, as you're saying more words. Yeah, no, but that, and it's just, making me I'm think we're not add, getting on the same. We're not going on the same. You journey. know, in life, sometimes. Okay, cool. Three, two, one. Computer, Microphone. Christ of Nazareth. Girl. Where are you going? Where I'm are you? Vicinity. <laughs> but that's not the topic. You're meant to be going on the words. Jeez. On the words. Clearly, we have it's not I spy. <laughs> Because if we go off the train of thought, baby, that's the problem. That's the problem. I really thought it would only take us like five rounds. Nah, clearly there's a a miscommunication. What did you say? Microphone. I said microphone. And I said computer. Yeah. Microphone. Computer. Okay. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Microphone, computer. I'm trying to think. Is there an obvious link between the two? There really is. There is. Oh, man. I'm going to embarrass you. This is what we do for work. This it. Okay. Okay, cool. Three, two, one. Recording. Podcast. Yes, of course. Okay, guys. So that's the end of the game. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that. We hope you enjoyed that. Um, uh, in conclusion. I feel like we could get it. I feel like we could get it. What's after that, though? Okay, what recording. Podcast. Yeah. Because it can't be microphone because I feel like that's where your mind would go. Yeah, it is. Um, it can't be microphone. Recording podcast. It's a it's a format of our podcast which we record. Okay. Okay. Renee, <laughs> the okay and the not is not making me confident. <laughs> it's not making me confident. I think we're gonna get it. Amen. <laughs> Three, two, one. Audio. YouTube. Okay. okay guys so well, thank you for um, listening to our <laughs> audio and youtube podcast um, that was a great game i really enjoyed that i did not i know you did i did not <laughs> anyways as you can tell maybe we're not on the same no but you know what wave. it is it's about diversity of thought like it's not it's giving complimentary like as opposed it's not giving to giving games like this it's this game is about conformity but this is the thing it's a game in life it's a game but that's the you learning. could do that after the game but that's the learning sometimes that's in why life, we've just disgraced ourselves on the internet anyway we could cut out some segments absolutely so. not well guys there you go the raw and real um <laughs> i really thought we would have got it i on thought MacBook. we would have as well but we just have too many it literally says macbook but right why there. would you say my Ma- i was thinking hardware like it's a laptop because we were saying things I didn't know maybe you as ha- maybe I as haven't MacBook. explained the game well. It's okay. So, um, on is, the technology of a form of, of bullying, um, <laughs> if you have also been a victim of um, any kind of sideways bullying, I would also how is this bullying recommend me? that you how go is to, to my sister. No, it's not even that. You see, my brain is even frazzled. It is betterhelp.com forward slash to my sister to get, therapy to get some who? therapy. So, you um, talking about YouTube seems the word that's <laughs> on your mind. <laughs> so, there's a format of the podcast. Yeah, YouTube. We're on the same that thing. involves recording and microphone yeah, or YouTube. whatever. YouTube. Audio. Yeah, but. Recording. YouTube also requires format. these things. But YouTube is not a format. 
I mean YouTube video. But that's not what you said. You said YouTube. But YouTube I was going to platform. say video. Oh, video would have been no. Video would have been better. But it wouldn't have been because it still wouldn't have been the same. No, but it would have been closer because cl- I said audio, then you said video. But then, if we had continued, maybe we would have coalesced around video. If I had what said video, mean? we wouldn't have been able to get to video. Did you get? I said YouTube, you said audio. So maybe yeah, but how would we have gotten to video with we YouTube co- we audio? Because YouTube, oh, it's a format. Ah, okay. The one word that wasn't said. No, video. Renee. Anyways, um, so I saw a TikTok of a person. <sighs> being, no, Renee, because it, that's not right. I saw a video <laughs> of a person being like, um, what do you, the face you make when somebody disturbs you during your designated eating and YouTube time. <laughs> and I think it was the most, but she was so frustrated. And I think it is one of the most accurate things I've ever seen. Do you have like a, once you sit down to eat and watch your thing, if somebody calls you, you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely me. I really don't like that. I, it's the worst In fact, thing like I, ever. I don't even like meetings during that time. Like the what designated, like for me, the whole eating and YouTube time is typically in the evenings. Oh, so when fair. people like, call me or like they're like oh can we talk at this time no my thing is just it's a moment of peace and tranquility (laughs) for me and you're disturbing that i don't like that you're disturbing that and i i find myself literally having a visceral reaction like oh why are you calling me (sighs) yeah i don't even answer i'll just look at the thing no but even as they've called looking at yeah exactly and you're and with the apple ecosystem everything is playing (gasps) the sound all four things everything is playing a time this thing is vibrating Mm -mm. my headphones are probably even disconnected yeah so now you've really disturbed and then you know when the call pops up and then everything else minimizes oh no i don't like it no 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 i don't like it. i don't like it either yeah it's it's a really sacred time man, it is, of peace. It is. It's necessary as well, especially yeah. if you designated that time, and then all of a sudden, you know, and the Apple ringtone is obnoxious. Yeah, in a way, and so. it's very. I don't know. Do you feel like the Apple volume system is weird? Yeah, because suddenly your phone will be much louder than Ring-ing. you thought it was. Ring-ing. The same with my laptop. Why is it sh- shouting? Literally projecting. Like rest, I've seen that. There's. A it's call. okay. And then I think what's even worse, the Apple Watch now yeah, vibrates. Yeah, this virus so is giving you the haptics. And Hello. It's, hey, someone is calling you. Hello. I know. All of my devices I'll are telling me. And I'm still avoiding them. <laughs> so stop. <laughs> you need to start putting do not disturb from 6 p.m., man. Because what are you doing? But apparently people even have an issue with that. Do you know what my issue is? Is when you can get past do not disturb by ringing twice. Yes. But you can turn that off. I need to turn that yeah, off. Yeah, you can turn it off. There are certain folks, you know who you are as you're listening, yeah. that will call me twice yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. I'm awake, but not for not you. Not for you. Not for you. Yeah, you can turn it off. But I kind of get scared at the idea of that. Because what if someone really needs to reach you? Oh. Do you get what I mean? Like that's emergencies actually do happen. I think sometimes we forget why technology was yeah, made. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But then surely they would be, oh, that's true. I was well, like, how would be a favorite. Because really those are the true, emergencies true, true. that should be needed. True. But like, for example, our building loves to harass us with phone calls sometimes. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, if there was something wrong with our apartment, they just would never get through. Yeah. But then if there was a fire, surely there's a fire alarm. But if we went home. Oh, fair. Yeah, yeah. It's all very interesting things, isn't it? It's all these small things that you're like. Yeah, very small be. things. But anyways, to get into an actual real deep conversation Screaming, before yeah. we get into the dilemma. Yeah. I saw a TikTok of Charlie Mace. Yeah. And he's, he, so funny. he's hilarious. He's and he so was funny. talking about, um, he was talking to some guys, men on a podcast. And they were like, he was saying how 
it's a fact that black women are doing better than black men in terms of like career progression and okay. income. Okay. Um, and it was interesting because the way he was saying it is like, there are so many people who take an issue with that instead of realizing and this way it went left for me Uh-oh. that it can sometimes be a cry for help. Like that hyper de- independence, should we as men not be so ashamed mm. at the fact that, um, women have become so hyper independent. Mm. And I, I wanted to know your thoughts on that Interesting, um, because I, I kind of agree with it to an extent. And then I, cause what he was, the way he presented it was the hyper independence is a trauma response, Oh, okay. which is where it went left for me. Yeah. But up until the point where he did say like trauma, mm-hmm. I was with him. Cause mm-hmm. I think you can't be confrontational about the hyper independence or the fact that like women are just doing, doing better mm-hmm. educationally, um, career-wise, professionally as well, um, within the black communities. Within the black community. What are your thoughts as a high-achieving, high-earning black woman? Um, you know, not me being in the top ten uh, percent. No, I'm trolling. I'm trolling. That's what everyone says. Oh yeah, I want to be in the top ten percent. Yeah, yeah, but technically, um, yeah. I hear what the. I hear the spirit behind what he's trying to say, right? There is something about both within society, but also historically about women obtaining hyper-independence as a trauma response. I Mm. think there is basis to that. And I do think that, I do think that it's a reach to say that women being successful in all of these different areas is solely down to, this is a trauma response. Mm. They can't depend on nobody. They need to go out and be independent ETC, ETC. Yeah. Because I think it's very reductive. Mm. And it assumes that the only reason through which women should be independent is because they've experienced great trauma. Yeah. As opposed to it actually being a function of society and actually quite necessary for women to be independent in some ways, right? It's actually necessary. Um, I do think there is something there about how society has progressed such that especially for some black women i won't say all because not all black women have been through trauma yeah and they haven't been through traumatic experiences with men where they've had to all my life i've had to fight right i think we have that that caricature and that stereotype of black women as having to be hyper masculine because men are not stepping up to take care of them and all of that jazz so i think that there is basis in the spirit behind that Mm. um I don't know. I think the whole like masculinity conversation, I think there's institutional factors at play as well, especially for men and their progression rates. I think it's more pronounced. We often think about stats in like the United States as opposed to United Kingdom. Um, But we also still see those disparities. And I think that it's T for type because it's not just that all oh, men step up because we have to do we do have to recognize there are institutional forces but then my guy sometimes it's not about you like sometimes women just want to be high earning and mm. they actually do want to make sure that they've got what they need to yeah. move forward you know what I mean yeah um I think it's very chivalrous or mm. kind of chivalrous in the way that you know it's I'm assuming he's trying to indict men. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. It was coming from a good place. I want to say that it was trying to get on your zoom and stuff like that. But I do think that we need to be careful attributing women's progression and women's success to being simply a trauma response. response. We're more than just our capacity to depend on men and our successes are not just indicative of the glaring discrepancies that are present within men. I think that's where it kind of goes a little bit left for me personally is the attribution. It's like, oh, you guys are only 
successful. I'm sure he didn't necessarily mean it this way, mm-hmm. but you can probably um, extrapolate. You, you guys' success is very telling of the fact that we as men, especially in that the disparities, especially as men, that we're not doing like our bit to make sure that you feel secure. Yeah. Um, and I don't know because man that's a whole conversation man because we can then talk about like absentee parents we can then talk about like the big thing that a lot of guys you love to use against women like daddy issues parental setup and whilst there are you know a lot of links between those kind of issues i do think that it's a bit more complex than just a trauma response guys yeah i do think it's a lot more complex i like i said i do think he was coming from a good place in terms of why are we getting onto women and men are sitting on podcasts talking about women are this, women are that, instead of pointing out what they are not, let's look at ourselves as to what we are not doing. And I do like that level of um, taking responsibility and trying to find what's the part that you can do. Mm. But I think that's the next step of the conversation. And I haven't watched the full podcast episode, which would be interesting too. Thinking about, okay, so what is the next step? Because as much as you may say, like, again, I agree with what you're saying. It's not necessarily just linking it to being um, a trauma response. However, what is the next step Mm. then in terms of the conversations men have amongst themselves about masculinity and how it relates to women and their earning potential, um, but also like just relational issues and how men and women interact with each other in romantic relationships Mm -hmm. um so it would be really good to hear how a conversation like that progresses especially amongst men but i do think it is um quite interesting to see people's reaction to that trend Mm -hmm. that is women especially black women out earning black men Mm -hmm. um because a lot of people do see it as oh you see like women are this women are that it still doesn't mean anything like all this high value man kind of still um, going red pill cesspit Mm. but then at the same time there's also the very clear normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra and united healthcare makes it easy with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they supplement your primary plan helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods so when it comes to covering your medical bills you can feel good about being a little extra visit uh1.com to find the health protector guard plan for you when your skin feels nourished and glows you radiate confidence osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean clinically proven mega moisture duo this seaweed powered duo features two of osea's best sellers andaria algae body oil and andaria collagen body lotion glow from the inside out get 10 percent off your first order with code glow at oseamalibu.com that's o-s-e-a malibu.com code glow reality that now like statistically you are being out earned but also why is that and i don't think it's just women's thing a women's thing a men's thing men need to do this women need to do that i think it's a society thing as well yeah um and i i kind of want to see more men engage in the high level conversation not say that that isn't out there but i'd like to find it and for that to be more publicized um but then there was another tiktok from a podcast yeah um Uh from no no, it wasn't Ah, anyways no no this wasn't as negative 
Rita Balogun, okay. absolutely hilarious woman, mm-hmm. um, went on a podcast, I think, and yeah. she was telling a story of her grandparents and how they had made a pact with one another that when one of them passes, the other has to go like quite swiftly after. Screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it though. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. And um, she was telling the story of how after her grandmother died that like week or something, her grandfather, they were like all sitting around and her grandfather just randomly made a beeline to run into the wall. Yeah. And one of her, (laughs) so this was the podcaster's response, right? He just started laughing and she was like you're laughing a bit too hard you could tell she also found his laugh funny but she then went on to stitch her own video well the video of her talking about that yeah um, and give the full context of the fact that nah he was just so grieved uh, at that idea exactly so it went from like ha, 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 yeah, to too. oh this oh, is heartbreaking dear, actually yeah, yeah. um but like he could not her grandfather could not stand the idea of living without his wife he's been married to for Jesus. over 60 years wow. so he was just gonna make like a, a beeline for it just end it all wow because and the whole family didn't know about this pact right so when he did it, it was kind of like Whoa, Whoa, where did that come yeah. from and then he explained the pact that they had had and his kind of response to grief he didn't die that day but he ended up dying a few years later wow. um and it made me ask the question of like do you ever think about like death and if okay. you're if yeah i do regularly <laughs> um and if if your partner was to die before you i have to go first do you think so i have to yeah i can't I hear it I, I, renee at this present stage yeah. cannot live without their partner what no 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 i have to go first <sighs> if, if he's on the brink oh wait yeah hang on hang on yeah um it's tough man especially when you spent the best a part of a significant part. this person is your lifeline yeah. you have kids with this yeah. person i have to go first well, we have to go together we like, have, that, that's why they made the pact right it has to be the end together there's no way the idea of living without someone you've been with for decades listen you already know i'm not trying to spend too much time down here oh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not you know i'm not trying to spend too much yeah. time down here but to also get to that age and yeah. stage living a lifetime with somebody yeah. and then they're gone yeah loneliness is a real go. thing man but then to lose the person you you've known most and love most tough they've seen so much Oh, I have Tough. to go. No, I'll pack it in, mate. Ooh, ciao. You have yeah. to go together. Bow out gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I Goodbye. don't know. I, I think it'll be so interesting to talk to older couples and talk about how they cool. deal with grief um, really cool. and loss of someone who's played such a significant part in your life. Like, damn, that's the person you know. You've go. known longest, most likely, like, in their case, anyway, 60 years of marriage and you're only 80. That is your... <laughs> When you see her, you yeah, see me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. How about you? Would you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I get it where it's coming from. Like, I'd want to go first because I can't live without you. But then I'm like, but then you have to live without me. Yeah. That's really sad. No, we have to go together. We have to go. I feel like most the likelihood is by God's grace, me and my partner do not die young. Amen to that. I think I will outlive my partner. You think? I think I will outlive my partner. I think statistically women outlive men anyway. Mm. But I also think I would rather outlive my partner. I think really? for me, the idea of them living without me. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you must be so heartbroken. Wow. I don't know. I'm screaming, you're annoying. You yeah. said, oh, it must be hard. It must them. be so hard I for you. I wouldn't you. want you to go through that. But then at the same time, me living without you, I don't think that will be for a long time. 
I, hear I think if you're married to someone for such a significant amount of time, it will only be a couple of years before you're like, yeah, I got, I got, I got to go. Yeah, but then I guess like for anyone who has lost a partner even in old age and has lived significantly, outlived oh, their partner, yeah. um, I guess there's life after that as well. Yeah. There's life after that as well. Tough, I man. think you you hold on to the fact that we we were together mm. and those were fond memories. That's and you crazy, grieve. It's man. another stage of life, you know. Because he did live live a couple extra years. It's doable. Wow. But it's pain. I can imagine it's painful. Yeah. But I wouldn't want my partner to die like before me. Like, oh, you must go before I go. Because I'm trying to hold on to my life. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know. It's it's sounding mad obnoxious. It's sounding very arrogant to be like, I don't want you to live without me. But I genuinely feel like I don't want you to go through that kind of grief. And I feel like I could. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like I could handle the grief. Do you? No, I've never been there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've I'm never not been even there. To charts it. I'm but what's the worst that could happen? There's nothing that is the worst, but there having people around me that are go- currently lonely and going yeah. through that to have lived that life with somebody that you love mm-hmm. and now you're at the brink, like you're old, old. Mm. Wrap it up, man. Fair enough. Not That'd even that. I need to out. Like maybe. If I do, I was gonna go after like maybe two weeks after you. Then it's not a deeper thing. It's fine. I'll, I'll catch you in heaven. That's funny. But if it's like, oh, I'm gonna have to live years without you. Take me to the king. I hear it. I don't. Have but my much thing is, you bring. have kids. Yeah, but you... they're probably gonna be self sufficient by that time. Yeah, I understand that, but I feel like there are other things to live for. That's true. Yeah, I'm just not going to be there for that. Yeah, fair enough. Nope, fair enough um but yeah i think if my if my partner outlived me i would just be sad for their grief but if they if i outlive them there's other things to live for if it's not my time it's not my time i hear it man yeah it's there's an appointed time for man that's true that's true i just hope that it's within (laughs) we're close to each other basically (laughs) yeah Yeah, i hear that because i i think i completely agree like living without would you do that well skydiving yeah yeah yeah, some bucket list. Yeah, I think living without your living without your partner is a different kind of grief. That's man. Different, different, man. Different kind of pain. After all of that, yeah, oh. the life stages with one another, crazy, oh. absolutely crazy, mate. Yeah, tough times, tough times. They don't last, though. What tough times? Yeah. <laughs> so well, <laughs> that's funny. There's gonna be tough times till you die, and then after that. Take me to the king. Take me to the take king. Me, take me there. I hear that. Well, yeah. we have a ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Oh, It's not as heartbreaking as um, what we just discussed. Do you remember that question that I asked you and the girls about whether they would uh, be a mortician? Yeah. For 400k. Yeah. It's yeah, giving yeah. me those vibes. <laughs> Hello, my sisters. Hi. Words will not be enough to describe how much listening to the Two My Sisters podcast has enriched my life and oh, the sisters around it. me I've shared it with. Amazing. I'm a 19 year old girl who has a really close friend that mm-hmm. I'd consider a sister who lost her mother. Oh. For context, she celebrated her birthday a day before and her mother passed away the next day. Wow. We're in an important transitional period where we're done with high school and looking to go to university. Mm. We both have avoidant attachment styles so i'm not entirely sure how to show up 
for her and she's trying to look strong and not cry too much even though she should be mm. because i have no reference point for the kind of pain she's in i'm I'm, sh- I'm unsure of how i can show up for her in a way that is impactful mm. do you have any advice on how i can show up for my friend not just while the situation is fresh but even long term as the year slash years progress mm. with love a sister from zimbabwe oh sister from zimbabwe first of all super sorry that both of you guys are going through this period and a special condolences to your friend it's not easy losing somebody that close and someone that dear and near so really praying that god comforts her during this time absolutely i think in terms of like approaching support the first thing is actually just being present yeah i think sometimes we can overcomplicate how to show up for people it's like oh am i showing up right and sometimes the most important thing is just to show up like actually just to be there and i think with people that have more avoidant um attachment styles I think as somebody that has previously had and kind of leans more towards the avoidant attachment style, I think it is making the progressive but simple efforts to be present and show up and try different things as well. It's almost like you're trying to get a chink in their armor and you keep on, you know, apply pressure to that area and eventually there will be that, you know. Um, opening up so I think be present show up um, check in on your friend as well Mm. like send messages it doesn't have to be a how are you doing how are you coping because sometimes that can be a very like it can be a big reminder of what she's going through so it might just be a hey good morning how are you like just a a normal check-in to make sure that she's doing okay it can be the acts of service as well you Mm. can actually use the um love languages as kind of like a reference framework Mm. if you like but it can be acts of service like checking in on is she eating you know is she doing grocery shopping um is she functioning well are there things that you can do like maybe support with like cleaning up the the place that she's staying um especially because it's such a big transitional period for you guys sometimes it's often showing up with the basics that can be the most impactful Mm. um people deal with grief in different ways so be very aware and very attuned to the way that she is behaving around you um so be present show up make an effort to connect with her on a daily basis if you can manage it um i don't know what you guys is like wider community looks like if she has like siblings or like folks within the community that can also be a source of comfort during this time Mm. but it may be worth engaging with them too thinking about ways that you can come together um spend time in each other's presence if that's something that you know that she would be down for Mm. um i think sometimes it can be challenging to know when to give her her space and time so i would actually err on the side of like checking in and then allowing her to uh, to basically tell you okay i need a little bit more space as opposed to just kind of completely taking your hand off the gas pedal because it's often these times that people feel the loneliest and feel the most overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and that can be solved by just you being there physically Mm -hmm. or you being there and being around and making sure that you know that that she knows that you're around yeah um but yeah lean into the simple things um i think also things that you can do for her while she's not around or don't necessarily have to be like super active and in her presence is actually praying for her and interceding for her i think sometimes that can do a I think sometimes that can do um, a hell of a lot of good um, that doesn't require you um, to actively be there all the time. But it just means that you're constantly thinking about her. You are constantly um, thinking about things concerning her. And you're also making sure that she's still top of mind. I think when people are going through grief um, and especially those with like avoidant attachment styles is often because they're not kind of like top of mind or they don't assume that they're top of mind um in other people Mm -hmm. so doing things like prayer or just things outside of her um 
reference point is actually useful in keeping her top of mind um, and means that you can tap into and kind of get an indicate in uh, English, get an indication as to how you can continue to um, support her. Mm. Um, not too sure if you are like, you know, Christian or whatever, but just, yeah, prayers, really yeah. having your thoughts oriented around your friend right now, super, super important. Um, and also making sure that you understand that whilst you can be a supportive friend, you can't do everything or mm. be everything. It's very tempting to kind of want to step in and save your friend. But if you're noticing anything that is out of the ordinary, out of the blue, or there's certain kind of stages or manifestations of grief that is alarming to you, mm-hmm. it may be worth thinking about sharing some resourcing as well. Mm-hmm. So you get included up on grief counseling, grief management, um, anything that has helped for either yourself in the past or has helped for other people people around you kind of being that guiding um knowledge bank for your friend can also be useful as well but not in a pushy way it's just kind of a i know you're going through a tough time um so do feel free to lean into these resources if what you have isn't enough Mm -hmm. but i think just emphasis on taking the pressure off being around being present um intentionally thinking of your friend keeping them top of mind Mm -hmm. and then making sure that you are supporting them in the simple things because oftentimes it's not about the big gestures but it's about the simple things that makes their life easier at Mm -hmm. this time that can make a a heck a heck of a lot of difference yeah um so yeah that's what i would say i agree with that i think that's really really good advice um and yeah i just echo everything i think she may not be able to ask or even know what to ask for in this time but show up you know just try and do the helpful things the groceries the um being present you know giving her someone to just even coexist in the same space with so she's not alone but also being respectful of if she does ask for time to be by herself you know give it to her but still checking from time to time how Mm. are you doing Mm -hmm. um is there anything i can get you anything you want me to do for you um and just letting her know you're available and you're here to help um praying for her like you said if there is anyone else close to her who she could lean on just like checking in with them as well like is she okay just want to make sure she's all right um just being present is really going to be important as well i Mm. think like you said this is not something you've gone through it's something you can't relate to but i think when you see your friend in pain as you've sent in this dilemma there's something you desire to do so um if she doesn't make it clear just show up as best as you can um for her you know it could be sending her stuff or like you said being physically present and but also just letting her know like she's in your prayers um and anything she does make known just try your best within your capacities as you show up and do it so that's why i would say it's really sad and really hope that her healing and her grief journey is one um that is that isn't too painful Mm -hmm. um but i think that's another thing there like everyone grieves very differently Mm -hmm. so i think also give her a space where she can grieve right like it may not i I don't mean give her space as in distance but like if she wants to talk about her mom if she wants if she doesn't want to talk to her mom like allow her to go through the grieving process and i think like you said if you see that there are some negative manifestations of guilt Mm. then death guilt sorry grief then definitely try to kind of ask these open-ended questions to just be like you know how are you doing like Mm. what's going through your mind um and just just try just try to be present that's the only thing i would say grief is a very very tough thing it's a very unique thing and at a young age a lot of us don't know what to do um so i think that would also be 
um, a great way for you to also ask other people who may have been in similar situations, um, how have they helped, how have they helped people? I guess if her mum is also having a funeral, um, how can you be supportive Mm. in that as well? My, my sister's best friend, her father died Mm. while they were like 15, 14, 15. Um, and it was a really tough time, but I think the way my sister was able to show up was like to help with the mass and the funeral, um, go on walks with her friend and just give her room to talk about it if she wanted to, but she was never pushy. Yeah. Um, and she, I think also grief is a long-term journey. So whilst, you know, they are going through this right now, they may still need to talk about it in a year or two, you know? So just being aware that this is now a part of their story mm. and it will unfold in different ways over time. So you yourself just be present and aware and know that your role as a friend, and it's so, it's actually so admirable and commendable that you're even thinking about how you can support her, but know that that might be a long-term thing. Yeah. So um, yeah, be ready for that ride and just let your friend know that you're there to be their friend in any time of need so yeah sis thank you for sending that dilemma we really do hope that the solution was helpful um and let us know how it goes let us know how it goes if you're listening to this and you ever want to send a dilemma please send it to dilemmas at two my sisters.com send us an email and we will get around to it yeah well it's a very sad note to leave it on so mm. quick 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 question yes, ma'am. i saw a tiktok of a girl who um had kept her wig braids in for six months okay. and i Ooh. wanted to kind of yeah as um, somebody Ooh. who was a hairdresser in the past <laughs> life i just thought oh it's an interesting choice yeah an interesting choice to make with your life stop it don't kill me um, so <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to kind of hear about your wig routine your yeah, wig routine got a, i've recently started wearing wigs again mm-hmm. I, I got into the whole um you know braids and mm-hmm. twists and stuff like that because i like it you know and i actually personally do not like the whole having wigs wig braids in for too long so in terms of my like wig or rather under wig routine those braids are staying in for a maximum of six weeks mm. maximum mm. ideally four but six i stretch it to eight if i'm going through something mm. <laughs> and um i still like wash my hair in cornrows and stuff like that so under the wig i'll still wash my hair on at least a minimum of every two weeks i do the whole moisturizing my wig braids underneath you know spritz spritz put a little bit of conditioner put a little bit of oil to seal that in you know, bonnet when I sleep, all that jazz. Yeah. So that's my like underwig maintenance. Fair um also I have a really like oily scalp. Mm-hmm. So and because I like exercise and stuff like that, I actually have to like shampoo. Like shampoo is one of my favorite things mm-hmm. to do for my hair. So the idea obviously I'm not um assuming that sis doesn't wash her hair. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of the context of the um tiktok mm-hmm. she might have kept them in and she's doing her whole routine and mm-hmm. stuff like that but even that i'm just thinking oh the matting might be quite a serious yeah thing. she did have a lot of shedding but her hair is flourishing her hair looks really good i mean um it. i know it works for some people in terms of like length retention and just low manipulation but for me with my dry scalp oh it's a once a week yeah i take on my wig braids every week really yeah really yeah wow once a week good times for me wow. isn't it yeah i don't know i'm kind of scared of washing my hair with braids in mm. um so i'm just like let me just take them out and wash it out, and then i can redo it. it but i think it's because i can do my own braids quite yeah. quickly so it's not an inconvenience deep, too yeah. much um but yeah like you said maximum for me is two weeks wow max wow yeah 
two weeks and it's like get, I gotta get, get my braids my out hair. ASAP get and wash my hair. my hair. Yeah, that's why I don't even keep my braids for that long. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, I just need to wash my hair. And my scalp. Yeah, I mm. like it like wow. that, man. I like it like that. But sisters, let us know what's your wig routine, man. Yeah, or if you don't if wear you do. wigs, what's your hair care routine? What we want to know. We want to know. So follow us everywhere on socials at To My Sisterhood. Well. And if you want to follow us individually, you mm-hmm. can follow us at CD Boating at Renee Kapoor. That's right. We will be back with another episode of To My Sisters, the podcast, and then TMS Hot Takes yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys, you should know the routine by now. Like Double uploads. Yeah. Double uploads. You like it. But yes, have an amazing rest of your week. Love you loads. Happy hump day. Yeah. Take care. Um, if you like, stay where you're at. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>